Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Revelation 5, the book with seven seals. I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a book written inside and on the back sealed up with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the book or to look into it. Then I began to weep greatly because no one was found worthy to open the book or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Stop weeping. Behold, the lion that is from the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has overcome so as to open the book and its seven seals. And I saw between the throne with the four living creatures and the elders a lamb standing as if slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. When he had taken the book, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each one holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the book and to break its seals. For you were slain and purchased for God with your blood, men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to our God, and they will reign upon the earth. Angels exalt the Lamb. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne and the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. 
and every created thing which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and on the sea and all things in them, I heard saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. And the four living creatures kept saying, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. In Revelation, we're looking at the vision that John had on the island of Patmos. And he's getting this view of the the throne room and heaven and all of these uh, parts of the vision is believed to be the end times. And so here in chapter in uh, chapter five, there's something here that should be seen as a big eye-opening key. Because lots of people say, well, when when do the end of days begin? Because it says that this is the beginning of the end of days. And so they're they're thinking, are we living in the end of days now? Are we living, is that something in the future? I mean, all those things um, come into discussion. But if you really look closely at Revelation 5, it should shut the door on some of those discussions. And it's simple. As you go and you see that he saw this scene where the book has seals on it and cannot be opened by anyone except for we know the one who can open it is, of course, Jesus. But it says there's there's a timing in this, this, um, this chapter right here. It says that he looked on the earth, under the earth, and in heaven. So he looked and there was no one in heaven, on the earth, or under the earth that was able to open the book. So at that moment in time, he's looking around and Jesus is not in heaven or on the earth or under the earth, which we know that would be hell. So he's not in any of those places. So where would he be right at that time? And we know that when Jesus, but prior to the earth, he was the, the, the angel of the Lord, was Jesus going and visiting, and, and people had spoken to Jesus, and um, the interactions that with the people had in the Old Testament was with Jesus when it talks about the Spirit of the Lord, the messenger of the Lord, um, unless it was named otherwise. So Jesus had been on the earth, under the earth, or in heaven. At all times, he was in one of those places, except for one time. There's one moment in time where he was not in any of those three places because he was in ascending into heaven. He was not on the earth and he was not in heaven yet. He was ascending into heaven. And at that moment is when they look around and say, no one can open the book. No one is here. Then... Stop weeping. Behold the lion. So at that point, he appeared in heaven. So he was not seen in heaven. And then all of a sudden, in verse 5, there he is. He's seen in heaven. So he has just arrived in heaven as the sacrificial lamb to be put on the throne for our sin. So this is that whole scene. So at that point, he stood and said, here I am. Give me the book. 
I'm the one who can open it. So he begins to, at that time, open the seals, which we'll read about in Revelation 6. That is the marking of the beginning of the end of days. So, the beginning of the end of days began when Jesus opened that seal, which happened when he came into the throne room after being crucified on the cross. And before he goes back down to visit. So it's in that one day where Mary saw him in the morning, thought he was a gardener. And then he appeared before all of the apostles and disciples and said, go ahead, touch me. Because he couldn't be touched in the morning because he had yet to have seen the father. He could be touched at the end of the day. So therefore, during that time, he was ascending. He was not there. Or the other point where he was ascending would be at the ascension. So one of those two points in time was when he was headed to the throne room. Now, a lot of people will say, you know, they feel that Jesus is right next to them right now. That's kind of contrary to what the Bible says, because the Bible says that he sits at the right hand of the Father on the throne and will not return until he comes again. So therefore, he's in the throne room. Holy Spirit has been sent. The Holy Spirit is sitting right next to you. But... Either way, the question of when the beginning of the end of days can be answered right there. Either the day that he ascended to go to the throne room as the lamb to lay his, put his blood on the altar or the actual day of ascension when he rises to heaven. And it says that he will return in the same manner in which he left. That means this is the end times. We are in the end of days and we have been does not mean that all this stuff happens in a day. Remember, a thousand years is a day to God. And so all of this stuff has been in the process of being completed and fulfilled through this whole time. So, Father, thank you that you can make clarity just with your scriptures. We don't need to have man's understanding of your word because your word is what interprets your word. And Holy Spirit, thank you that you give us eyes to see and you can... with your power, not with our own, we can understand with clarity, not what we want scripture to say, but what it actually says. And Father, I ask that for people who just struggle, that you can just just meet them right where they are and help them to truly understand um, your word and what it means. Because we are in the end of days and we're supposed to be anticipating the return at any moment and we're supposed to be ready not justifying our own actions so that we can live as we want to live, but we should be diligent to live as you called us to live. And thank you, thank you for the freedom that exists in the truth of your law. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family 
uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.